You're listening to Berlin Psychoanalytic Podcast. This episode is part of the series on the effectiveness of psychoanalysis. Why does psychoanalysis work? Part two with Dr. Nicholas Lorenzini. So psychotherapy works. Psychoanalysis, as one of the psychotherapies, it works. But we have 1,200 and more kinds of psychotherapies that work. And it, it is quite counterintuitive to think that there is 1,200 ways in which psychotherapy can work. I mean, how many different types of interventions and things can actually someone do? They might have something in common. And psychologists have been uh, trying to find that thing in common that everything, every psychotherapy that works has. The way of studying this, it's called the Dodo Bird problem or the Dodo Bird verdict in which uh, is taken from the Dodo Bird uh, character in Alice in Wonderland uh, in which many animals in this world have like a race uh, and they kind of all get to the finish line the, at the same time and the Dodo Bird goes like so everyone won, everyone has prizes. But that is a final kind of statement but we should know why everyone has won, why so many psychotherapists that in paper look really different from each other they work. And the first kind of response we can give to that is the fact that all the psychotherapists have some sort of a relationship involved. So some that we call the therapeutic relationship, the therapeutic alliance is also called, in which a psychotherapist and their patient creates a relationship of work and an emotional relationship and that the way that that relationship is managed seems to be therapeutic and seems to cure people from depression, anxiety, eating disorders, psychosis, etc. And there are different ways to study this kind of relationship. And actually, if you measure it by asking both the therapist and the patient after a session, let's say, uh, about the quality of the relationship they think they have with the therapist, or if you ask the therapist, with their patient, uh, the higher they rate, this feeling of having a good relationship, the better the patient actually feels if you measure it at the same time that symptoms, let's say. So, okay, it's the relationship. The relationship seems to be the most important thing in psychotherapy. It doesn't matter if it's a psychoanalytic psychotherapy, a cognitive behavioral one, Skinner one, Pavlov, etc. What works seems to be the relationship first and foremost. But how? Why a relationship works? and why as humans we are kind of programmed in order to change for the better just by having a relationship. And the way of answering this question on the what is the mechanism through which a relationship actually is therapeutic, just a, a relationship between humans, nothing really magical, uh, why is it therapeutic? And to answer that question there are many different ways. Uh, we don't know really, but one of the sound, the, the most sound theories about it, the most uh, believable theories about it, and that slow, is very new, so slowly is having more and more evidence backing it up, is that as humans we seem to be pre-programmed, uh, or we have evolved since the beginning of our species, that relationships are important not only because of survival, as you can see like in attachment, in which a mom comes to a baby and gives them food, etc., etc. But we also are programmed to just exchange information. We get some sort of a pleasure and also we get 
like health by receiving and transmitting culture. Culture, it's social information in general. So how to behave, what things are true, what things are not true, what are traditions, what are not, etc., etc. We seem to be programmed to do that because if we think about how human beings as a species have been evolving, yeah, we have genetic evolution in which like we are taller than uh, some, some millennia ago as a species. Uh, we, we don't use our appendix anymore, for example. We have the biological evolution, the Darwinistic one, the one everyone knows. But in, in the case of humans, we also have a second line of evolution, which is called, is called cultural evolution. And this has been developed since like prehistory, like, like the late, late Pleistocene. Um, and what happens is, as, as, a, as a species, we're really good at, we saw this before, at knowing what the other one's thinking, knowing what I'm thinking, trying to predict what the other response is going to be to my own actions, etc., etc. And once we develop that, we are able to trespass information to each other. But more importantly, we are able, because we know what the other is thinking and feeling, more or less, we know if the information we're receiving is true or not. And what are the possibilities for this to be true? This seems to be really, really, really far away from psychotherapy, but it's not. Because the problem that most people have when they have a psychopathology, a personality disorder, a depression, etc., etc., all the problems we can count in, in the work of the psychologist or the psychoanalyst, they involve problems with relationships, with not taking any benefit from being surrounded by people who like me, who love me. My family, they like me and love me, but somehow I feel sick anyway. Uh, and then my relationship with those people don't work very well. It does happen that most people who have a problem, especially a severe problem, and they go to a psychologist to, to try to fix it, uh, they've had a very adverse early years normally. So um, they had maltreatment, for example, or abuse, or just parents who were there, were not there, so some neglect. Obviously, to everyone has more, everyone has less of that. But what happens is like those first years are very important for the development of mentalizing, as we saw, but also to develop the capacity of thinking that what people around me want for me is good. So what they, the information that give me that they give me is true. It's very weird because we, we think like in tribes, when we were like just evolved out of primates, you can think that maybe one tribe would, would want to lie to the other tribe in order to have a benefit of the other tribe to, to do something wrong. And so we have a benefit as our tribe. So we developed also like a way that is like our standard way to being in like in which we don't believe anything unless someone shows that they recognize us as agents. So basically what they're doing is having our mind in their mind. And for this, I'm throwing back to what is mentalizing. Uh, because if we feel mentalized by other people, we tend to believe what these other people say. And this is really, really useful if you're a politician, for example, uh, or, or a person who does marketing. As long as they, for example, treat you by your name and say, I understand what you're going through, even if it's a lie, you are able to be, you are gonna be more uh, likely to believe whatever they're saying. And you can listen in, in, in 
in different like politician speeches how they go like I understand what you're going through and we are going through this they put themselves in the same plane as you are even though they're talking to thousands of people uh, but if they make you feel that you are one that you are special you will open this channel to believe things and if the people who are around you want something good for you you can start benefiting of these relationships and these relationships seem to be therapeutic so okay is the relationship with the therapist that makes therapies work but actually is the relationship with the therapist as a model relationship that will allow the patient once they're out of my office to do the same and to have a good relationship with their partner their co-workers the people who are around them and start benefiting from people who are benign to me i mean if i do psychology and i do it really well and a psychotherapy that's really good to a person who as soon as they go back home they get into an environment of abuse and violence and war or heavy drug consumption my therapy is not going to work so what i need for a good psychotherapy is creating a relationship that could open this channel to believe in the rest of the people outside therapy and that seems to be the most important bit in psychotherapy the the therapeutic bit in psychotherapy doesn't have to do with um, the things that you discover while you're sitting in my office it's like how the things that you discover while you're sitting in my office allow you to change the way you relate to people around you outside my office you're not going to be in my office most of your time and hopefully you're not going to be in my office forever so i need a way for you to show you that if i treat you as a psychologist i treat you as a patient like a person an individual person and i validate what you feel and i understand and i show that i can have your mind in my mind you're going to open this what we call epistemic trust so this capacity to learn from a good environment and i'm not going to give you the good environment in my office the good environment i can help you create it if you have a bad one but the idea would be that when you learn in my office you apply it with the rest of your relationship and that is therapeutic thank you for listening for more content subscribe to our podcast or find us on our youtube channel psychoanalysis should be free